Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Top 4. It is rainy day edition of Top 4, where we are going to be talking about kid shows that are not annoying to adults. Because (laughs) we've been stuck inside with a lot of rain recently. So we have been watching a lot more TV than we normally would, um, in addition to doing things. Because I generally like TV or a movie or something to be on even while I'm doing a craft or activity. So I've kind of trained my child to do the same thing, which isn't always the best. But I mean, he's basically you, but smaller. I turned out fine, right? So he should be fine. Sure. We don't really limit screen time time in our house. Um, We just don't feel it necessary because our kid isn't very addicted to screens yeah he if there is a physical activity to do he would he almost always prefers that and picks that uh he's he's very much into movement and doing things outside and going to the park and everything else so when we're inside because of horrible weather or sickness or something else we don't really care about the limit of on tv yeah so that's where we're coming from i know a whole bunch of other people have different opinions and family dynamics and different children that will sit in front of a tv with their mouth agape for hours at a time and never move but um so which is you know you have to do what you gotta do when you have a kid like that and everyone adjusts but if you do have to sit inside and you do have to watch tv a lot of kids tv is terrible oh my god so bad terrible i can't oh it's so boring or just terrible i i, I just like my brain it just i feel not- like we've actually lucked out in that our son has not shown a really strong preference for anything that we consider horrible i mean and a lot well, of it he hasn't <laughs> seen yet you know like a lot of it is just like us not exposing him to it yet and yeah and we're still pretty much at friends houses but. we're still curating his tastes sure so, yeah. and we don't have television where we can like flip through channels or anything we are cord cutters as we've mentioned in other episodes i hate that it's so weird and you anyway. know what other people love hearing from people who are cord cutters that's it's like Ooh. hearing people's dreams people love hearing us talk about that oh they do Okay, well, then cut that out. Um, So we have just Netflix, but there is a lot on there and any other streaming service things on Plex and everything. So we have access to a lot of stuff. So we're going to tell you, wonderful adults out there, what shows you can let your kids watch and not feel like your brain is dripping out of your ear. So (laughs) here we go. Number four picks. What do you got, Marco? I'm sure our lists are going to be pretty similar because we are stuck in the same house. Yeah, they're going to have probably the same items, maybe in a different order. Although this one, I don't think it's going to make your list. Uh, my number four, not for any of the reasons we just mentioned, is Mighty Machines. Oh, my number four is Mighty Machines. Really? Yeah. So my reasoning, which might be different from yours, I guess, is that I find Mighty Machines incredibly dull because it's so there's you know there's no real stories. You know, Mighty Machines it, it, for anyone not familiar. It's just like footage of trucks and planes and stuff just doing work. And it's it's voiced over by... John like, Roderick. Yeah, they all sound like John Roderick. But it's it's voiced over by just like, you know, these like funny voices done by adults that try to amuse kids. You have to drop like, in a sound clip of John Roderick truck. <laughs> Hi, kids. Welcome to the forest. I'm a feller buncher. They call me feller for short because my job is to cut down trees. But don't worry, kids. I don't cut all the trees. Just the ones that I need to. It's like, hi, kids. Here I am working the sawmill or whatever. And it's like, it's it's really 
you know, low production value. It's made <laughs> really in Canada. Uh, it's it's perfectly fine for kids, and a lot of kids love it. Um, but the the advantage of Mighty Machines as an adult, if you are watching your kid, is that it is an ideal show to allow you to sneak a little nap in on the couch while you're watching your kid. <laughs> it is a good because nap show. Y- y- it doesn't capture adults' attention at all. But it does capture kids' attention really well. So you can you can plant your kid in front of the TV, like if they're like you know eating a sandwich, and you can take a fifteen minute nap. So Mighty Machines is perfect for that. Highly recommended. I recommend Mighty Machines because it has diversity in that the male and female truck voices are arbitrary. Like there are boy trucks and there are girl trucks, um, voice wise, and nobody seems to be doing any kind of specific work. Like they don't really. It's just. A person's voice so that's pretty great and that's like hi kids i'm a snowplow and then the other truck is like i'm a snowplow too you know so it's <laughs> this is exactly how it sounds it is exactly like <laughs> and um but you do i like it because it's very very educational they learn a ton of stuff there's an episode about harvesters i didn't know how they harvested tomatoes and they show it and it's pretty (laughs) awesome and adam is like mommy tomatoes are harvested during the summer season and i was like yes it is we have the best tomatoes in the summer he's like well mighty machines told me that and i'm like i know it's awesome so (laughs) your kid will actually learn things i mean there's really cool um recycling ones in a recycling plant so it's not just like trucks and machines it's also machines like conveyor belts and stuff so yeah um yeah they get pretty much a a small education on the inner workings of things oh giant tow trucks amazing you should totally see how they flip over an overturned tractor trailer it's pretty pretty cool also building a truck i really like the paint robots they're Mm -hmm. super cute um so yeah there's a lot to like you don't just have to fall asleep during it like Marco does, but there's a lot going on. Mighty Machines, holler out, shout out to Canada. Thank you for producing this show because it is great. I think you might like it more than Adam does. I Maybe. maybe. <laughs> All right. My number three is the old series, The Magic School Bus. And the Magic School Bus, you know, this is the one that was on like when, when a lot of us were kids in like, I guess, what, the late 80s, early 90s? maybe 90s yeah so uh it's you know it's it's basically you know cartoon series uh featuring a lot of like science and lessons and all framed around these adventures that the magic school bus has uh with miss frizzle and her class and it's based on books yeah based on books and it's it's just a really good like sciencey kids adventure show um the the information in it is pretty good it was pretty far ahead of its time in terms of diversity and equality and empowerment uh, and acceptance of of people and things and it's it seems like like if it was if the animation style was a little more up to date and if it was widescreen you could mistake it for a modern show i have this show as my number two actually because i do diversity plus plus in this show there are kids of every type in miss frizzle's class also miss frizzle is a female science teacher which i know that there are a lot of them out there but a lot of times women are not portrayed as being scientific and she is um and she's leading the class there are also um kids in wheelchairs that are not seen as incapable of doing anything in the show they just totally ignore that he is in a wheelchair and lets him do and try everything that all of the other kids are trying so there's 
no discrimination whatsoever about that. There's no focus on it, but it is there. It's it's just showing the normalcy of pretty much every gender, uh, body ability, race. It, it's just great. Um, there's also a line in it, which I really love, that one of the kids says, oh, we could try this with manpower. And then one of the girls says, don't you mean person power? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, little girl. Yes, that's awesome. And I just, I love that that is in there. It's subtle. It's, it doesn't hit you over the head. It's just this wonderful class working together and, and, uh, doing science experiments and learning about sciencey nature things. The show is also, it's kind of funny. It's, it's portrayed as when the, when the show is over, when an episode is over, there's a producer of the show and it's like they take, calls in from um (laughs) and it's pretty much like the internet comments (laughs) yeah it's totally comments it's it's they take calls from well actually people um which are actually other kids so it's like well actually if you diffract light in this way it wouldn't really create that and then the producer gets on the phone he's like well it is a tv show and we had to fudge this a little bit so it seemed a little bit you know could fit into our show but you're right it really (laughs) does act like that in real science so it's kind of cool that they deep what is it? They, they kind of just like they correct themselves. That, yeah, it's it's like a little like you know fictitious self correction segment at the end. But it's and you know most of the responses are, are like you know well that would have been really hard to show so we approximated it or like that wouldn't have fit into our time limit so we're sorry but like it, it, but it's like it, they do a pretty good approximation most of the time. They do. They 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 self correct their um you know their simplifications. <sighs> yes, they self-correct their simplifications of yeah. science techniques that they are trying to display, which I find really great and really funny that they're, they're not just like, "Oh yeah, there really is a magic school bus that shrinks and goes inside of people's bodies." Um <laughs> they also don't really shy away from a lot of stuff. There was a episode about chickens and embryos growing, mm-hmm. and they didn't make it explicit but they were really honest about how a chicken and rooster make a fertilized egg and then how that egg grows and it's um it's pretty neat i i appreciated that and adam doesn't find any of it weird and he tells me stuff often and it's pretty, yeah. it's great we yeah, really he, like he gets it. a lot of information like the 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 rate at which he absorbs information is pretty good for magic school bus like he learns a lot about nature and science and the way things are in the world and it's it's pretty great yeah i really i really like as you can tell we both really like science and educational shows so i feel like Mm -hmm. when he is watching something he's absorbing some sort of learning from it yeah there's some value to it Mm -hmm. yeah so that's my number two it was only your number three yeah what was your number three out of curiosity my number three is another science show and it's cat in the hat knows a lot about that Mm -hmm. i really love cat in the hat i think again great diversity and it shows like the kids working together and being best friends and also it goes into science and even more than magic school bus but very similar premise in that the kids go on little magical adventures in order to discover things about the world when they have questions i feel like cat in the hat also goes it uses a lot of scientific terms it doesn't get afraid of like mm-hmm. adam busted out the words tardigrade you know like and he's like oh here's some moss tardigrades live there cat in the hat told me that and i was like <laughs> you don't say and i had to go look that up and see what it was and figure it out figure <laughs> it out for myself but i tell that story all the time to all of our friends because i i'm just amazed 
of the things that he comes out and says that are accurate and factual and the real scientific term for something and how it really works. And he gets it from shows like cat in the hat and magic school bus. Um, so yeah, cat in the hat is my number three. I feel like it volleys magic school bus, but I, I have a special place in my heart for miss frizzle. So see, I also put cat in the hat as my number two. Oh, so great. we had the same list, just swapped a little bit down there, um, mm-hmm. because for for many of the same reasons. And we should clarify, you know, if if you've only ever seen like old Cat in the Hat things, this is not that. This is a no, TV this isn't series. Cat in the Hat. Yeah. It started in 2010. Uh, it's a PBS series. Uh, it's still technically running, although I, I, Wikipedia didn't have a lot of information past about 2013. But it's a, it's a modern animated series, little 30 minute chunks, and it's very similar in the idea to magic school bus where it's like it's a 30 minute animated adventure that the kids go on with the cat in the hat and they go visit like different scientists and people who do things in the world and kind of learn about what they do and and it's it's pretty great i i would say uh it is you know similarly uh charming as magic school bus i would say it is uh, it's obviously more modern um i'd say it's a little bit less adventure focused and a little bit more on the science and info uh, which I which I kind of like, um, so that's that's why I ranked it higher. Was that it's it's like a little bit less crazy adventure stuff and a little bit more like info crammed into that time. Um, but otherwise, it's it's a really good show, and I and I totally agree that it should be on this list. Now, before we do our number ones, we should thank our sponsor for the week, which is Blue Apron, the number one recipe delivery service that has the freshest ingredients. For less than ten dollars per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with fresh, high quality ingredients to make delicious home cooked meals. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone and support a more sustainable food system by setting the highest standards for ingredients and building a community of home chefs. Their seafood is sourced sustainably, their beef, chicken, and pork come from responsibly raised animals, and their produce is sourced from regenerative farming farms. Each Blue Apron meal comes with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card and pre-portioned ingredients that can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. Tiff and I have been Blue Apron customers now for over a year. Oh, almost two years. Yeah, since it, and it was we were we were with them for I think about six months before they even sponsored any of our shows. We just found it on our own, uh, and it and well, Tiff found it. Let's be honest. And uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and it it's great. I mean, it has taught it really has taught us to be better cooks. Not only do we really enjoy making the Blue Apron recipes, and it really has exposed us to a wide variety of new foods, new ingredients, new techniques, things that we would never have thought to buy on our own or to, or to try or even think that we would like. How and about then, me cooking that ramen egg last night? What? That was amazing. You I made, made the perfect, perfect ramen egg. Yes. Still, Thank like, you, Still Blue bold Brenda. yellow in the middle. It was, yeah, it was, it was good. Nailed that was it. awesome. Nailed it. Yeah. And, there, and, and now even when we don't have Blue Apron for a night, uh, we – we still find ourselves having benefited from using it for so long because now we can take pretty much any ingredients that we happen to have on hand or that we see in the grocery store and we can kind of make something Blue Apron style <laughs> with it. Uh, and and it, it really has improved our cooking tremendously. Oh, and hey. we are still with them and, and it's it's wonderful. Hey, we keep the recipe cards yeah. and we are planning a little getaway this weekend. And what do we do? We bust out all the recipe cards and flip through and find some of our favorite meals to now make at our little vacation spot. So 
Thank you, Blue Apron, for continuing our awesome culinary experience here. It's awesome. It's That's what it, great. It really is like a lifestyle change. Like it really does enable like it makes you a better cook. It makes you try new things and it gives you a whole bunch of recipes that like, you know, the longer you stay with them, the more of the recipes you accumulate. And then you can, you know, keep the ones that you like. And, and I got to say, like, there's occasionally one that we don't like, but it's pretty rare. Almost like their hit rate is really good. I think I've only not liked two yeah, in two in, years. In two years, yeah. Like seriously, I'm a better eater thanks to Blue Apron. <laughs> yeah, me too. And no recipes are repeated within a year, so they really do have a lot of variety. And uh, so some of the example meals uh, this week are things like uh, beef teriyaki stir fry with sugar snap peas and lime rice, baked spinach and egg flatbread with sautéed asparagus and lemon aioli, uh, three cheese and baby broccoli stromboli with tomato and oregano dipping sauce. And these are like. These sound really fancy, and they actually are really fancy. Like they, they have all these things, and it actually is really good, but it's totally doable. Like They show you how to do all this stuff. They give you all the ingredients you need. Uh, it's really cool. So anyway, Blue Apron develop, de- uh, delivers to 99% of the continental U.S. There is no weekly commitment, so you can always log in at any time. And like if you're not going to be around next week, you can just tell them, oh, just skip that delivery. It's no problem. You don't get charged for it. And they have a freshness guarantee, which means that every ingredient arrives ready to cook or they will make it right. So check out this week's menu and get three meals free with your first purchase, including free shipping. This is free food. Three meals free, free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash top four. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. Visit blueapron.com slash top four today. And we thank Blue Apron very much for their support of this show and Relay FM. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. All right, so... Do you think our number one is going to be the same? I, I can almost guarantee it. Yeah? Yeah. I'm surprised how much... I mean, like, okay, I knew that we were going to have a very similar list in the content, but I'm very surprised of how we're matching up here. Me too. Yeah. I, I really did not think that Mighty Machines was going to be on your list. I, th- I thought it was, like, too, like, crappy. <laughs> no, I love Mighty Machines because I love the John Roderick... Um, <laughs> all the John Roderick machines. <laughs> the John Lod- Roderick log cutter. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, number one, what is it? I have Handy Manny. Yep, me too. Handy yeah! Manny, number one. <laughs> okay, I want to first start out with the minus that I do not like about Handy Manny. Okay. I can't stand the children's hands. They are creepy and weird <laughs> and too big. <laughs> okay. I... I hate it. It's so, I can't even look at the kids hands because the kids okay so the animation style it's kind of like (laughs) computer animated um and they take to make the children in the town of handy manny's town that he works in (laughs) they like just shrink the adults and then leave the adult size hands (laughs) they're monsters it's horrible but if you get past the hands oh my god Everything else is really great. Um, The basis, the premise of the show is a handyman that lives in this town. Um, They speak a lot of Spanish, but what the the way they do it is they say the Spanish word and then they say the English word. I suspect that this show might have been created for Spanish speaking kids to learn English, but it goes either way. Yeah, it certainly seems like that was a major a major goal of it. Yeah, but either way, it doesn't you know it doesn't matter. Everyone is there's all different people in the town, um, and yeah, it's just it's a what I pushed it over the edge to me for number one, in that it is educational. Mm-hmm. Um, the minus I, I I can't get over those hands. It's terrifying, um, but I love the sarcastic screwdriver, mm-hmm. and I love that there is an element of romance 
I just I love that there's a little romance in this show. It it makes me interested. Oh yeah, and like I know. It, it would go over any kid's head. Is but... Manny and Kelly are they going to get together? Mm-hmm. She always has what he needs. Oh, it's so cute. And then the last episode, the last episode. Oh, I won't even tell you. You just got to see it. They leave it on such a cliffhanger. Oh, yep, yep. Kelly and Manny. They're, yeah, they're my my duo right there. <laughs> <laughs> you got to live for the little things when you're watching kids TV. Yeah, like what I like about Handy Manny is like you know it isn't as educational as Cat in the Hat or Magic School Bus. Like it, it's it's a little bit lower on the, on the educational stuff, but it's more about like stories and people and and you know there and there's a mix. So like his like Manny's tools are a mix of childlike and adult-like characters, and and so they they tackle issues of like like maybe the the childlike ones might be afraid of something they they might have some kind of fear that they have they they have to work through in one episode or they might have like you know made a a childlike mistake and the and the adult-like ones have to like you know take them through that and, and have them work through it and and you know maybe admit that they were wrong or they're having issues like telling the truth or or asking for help or whatever else and 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 it's it's done in a really i i think good overall way like the way they handle these stories and like there's a there's a somewhat vaguely similar show called bob the builder and, and oh I, no bob is garbage compared to right like bob the builder <laughs> I, I i think bob the builder is is a a way less successful attempt at a similar kind of thing where bob the builder like they have like these like childlike uh worker vehicles like you know like a bulldozer oh, and a such crane babies. and everything else. all they do is whine and complain <laughs> i can't stand bob's machines i don't know how he works with them yeah they just screw up constantly and suck at everything but like also and- bob and wendy they there is you can't you can't even hold a candle no. to uh manny and kelly's love no. compared to bob and not wendy. even close no way nope and so I, I feel like if Bob the, Bob the Builder is like, and and we watched a lot of that too, in case you can't tell, because Adam was into that for a little while. Um, but Handy Manny is a way better implementation of of similar ideas and themes. Um, and and the because like there's a good mix of adult and childlike characters. There's enough thrown in there for adults who happen to be watching it with their kids that it's still entertaining. And like as an adult like, watching it. But it doesn't go over like, but but like it doesn't bore the kids with the adult stuff because it's just like a little remark here or there, a little joke here or there, or like a little dynamic that that the kids wouldn't get. So it's it's entertaining for adults. It's really great for kids. The kids seem to like it just as much as the adults do. Um, and it's it's just like it's a it's a uplifting kind of it's just a kind show. Like, it's kind. It's about teamwork. It's about working yeah. together. It's about um, being accepting of all different people. Yeah, but and, it doesn't like beat you over the head with it like no, the way Bob no. the Builder does it's it's much more like well executed so it's a really good show and that's why it's my number one yeah and there's no like super annoying character in handy yeah. Manny. like there's that terrible scarecrow in bob the builder he's so oh he's just hopeless i find almost every character in bob the builder hopeless and terrible like oh, all just... the machines the scarecrow like half of the adults bob i mean like it's well that's <laughs> why i don't like things like winnie the pull uh, winnie the pooh like he's such a complainer like oh everything's down. like everything's a, a problem and annoying for like everybody <laughs> in that whole darn forest like i just can't take it i can't 
<laughs> just shut it down just shut it down no see Hanny manny's little village of um what are they called sheetrock hills that's mm-hmm. where they live it's so there's a lot of little clever name things going on with all the different characters yeah, a lot of like contractor jokes a lot of contractor jokes it's really funny that kelly who owns the hardware store always has everything that they would possibly need no matter how obscure and there's one particular screwdriver that's always like oh yeah of course like, he's so sarcastic about it he's like of course kelly has it like you know just he the there's a char- you know characters that make the jokes that the adults watching would say to themselves mm-hmm. but they actually say it out loud in the show and it's pretty funny so yeah handy manny i really like it it's a nickelodeon show it's hard to get right i think now. it was i think it was disney kids or oh something. no yeah that's right it's not Dink- no it's nick jr uh it's it's, some, or it's disney something jr. Where it's very hard to get what i ended up doing was I think I ended up just buying them all on iTunes because like yes, there's a bunch it eventually of became for sale on iTunes. But before that, you can only we were trying to buy it on Amazon and you can only get two episodes per video. It was a whole it big mess. It was really weird. But iTunes has them all and they're they're arranged like in collections. But if you go on Wikipedia and look up the episode titles, you can you can see that it's just seasons. And, and so you can buy them all there and... I ended up breaking all the DRM on them through some crazy hacks so that we could have them on our on our Plex server so that we can always watch them even when the internet connection is down and we can bring them on trips easily and things like that uh, because it's it's just it's such a good show and it, it's a good like standby we don't watch it that often which is good because like every we six were months, watching a lot we watched it a lot we watched it like through like two times in a row all the way through that's true but and but then then like adam kind of took a break from it yeah. for a few months and then like so every so often like if the internet connection's out or something else and we can't watch anything else we'll put that on from the plex server and it's it's a nice like kind of standby so a really good show highly yeah if you it. haven't seen it yet highly recommended especially if you're into um teaching your kid a little bit of spanish which i think is super um helpful mm-hmm. and interesting for them to learn a new language um or a little tiny bits of a new language at least in your household and yeah i don't i mean i guess i don't know if adam really has grasped a lot of it though it's kind of hard to tell what ages it's for like it's definitely fine for super young kids like you know i'd say like two and up probably Mm -hmm. um i don't know like what what would you consider like too old for it maybe like six might be too old for it, but I think he could probably still watch it now at five and get some value out of the stories and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. The little puppies are cute. Yeah. Every, everything in the show is super cute. Except for the children. They are monsters. (laughs) 